0: This is the podcast. I wanted to talk this week about change and, you know, the future. Like I've had recently quite a few things happen and it's like, it's kind of shook me off of the ball. Like normally I've been on a roll, but then it kind of knocked me off. Like there's some things that change in my life, like with regards to relationship, you know, family, it's like a lot has happened. So it's like, I wanted to just talk about like different things, you know, how you progress, how you actually get to your objectives. You know, I wanted to hear if you had anything to say about your.
1: Uh, hello. So first of all, I want to say uh, how's been your week? Because we haven't we got vaccinated yesterday, by the way, and that was a huge thing for us because we didn't yeah. know what to expect, right?
0: Oh yeah, dude. I thought I was gonna become magnetic. I, I literally held on to my arm. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? No, no, for real, man. They they held me in for like 15 minutes afterwards, and I was just like, you know, they tell you, okay, just just to see if there's any side effects. I'm thinking, what well, am I meant to start shaking on the ground? <laughs> but yeah, dude, literally. Really? I think you you said your whole arm was like completely tired, man. What what I felt
1: at the moment when I w- when I was there, it was in the Crystal Palace Stadium. So I was there and I was feeling like I don't know if I should, you know feel good about this because i, I was I, i've heard a lot of things about a lot of negative things about yeah. uh, the, the vaccine but once i got it uh, i felt fine the first yeah. the first hours you know I was, I was completely fine and then once i got home my arm started uh hurting it, it became like a numb almost yeah. and but for real
0: i felt like as if i was sedated
1: you know for some reason Mm, yeah, I I it. but it was like, yeah, yeah. I, you know
0: what? You know why that happens. Essentially, what happens is your immune system, because that becomes like where they inject you becomes like ground zero for where they put the DNA, and then because yeah. that's the genetic information for the virus itself. That's like the outside parts. Like uh, they call it coronavirus because it has like the you know it's like a crown shape, like on top of itself mm-hmm. like all around. <laughs> But they have like yeah. those little those little spikes, right? And they they essentially extract those, and then they inject you with those, and then you know your body starts finding it. But actually, if you were to, for example, let's say you walked out at that day, you may actually decentralize the error, so like the pain would actually be spread out instead of just concentrated
1: hmm interesting well actually i to that has to do uh with uh what the first thing i wanted to discuss with you which is meditation yeah. right i started uh feeling anxious as well this morning actually i started feeling yeah. like i was anxious and i needed to meditate something it's because i I, mm. I finished uni and mm. since then i haven't really had time to stop and think you know this is something r- huge if you think about it yeah. because there's a pandemic going on there's people that are living in tents around the world. They have lost their job. They have lost their uh, company, and the whole family is living on the street, or they are not economically not economically doing well. So, I started thinking about what am I going to do next? You know, what am I going after this? So, meditation, I think, is really relevant even today. Like I know it's a kind of like a cliche that many people say. You know, you need to meditate. You need to find yourself and stuff like that. But I find it really useful as in a moment like now yeah maybe before the pandemic it was seen as a very uh, first world country you know problem that only people who are rich and people who have time to think about these kind of things can worry about but right now i feel like everyone should have
0: this in mind i don't know what do you think about that dude you know i've I've always had like insomnia right ever since i was a kid Uh, the biggest thing for me is being like how to counteract that because you know sleep is heavily linked to your performance right it's like if you don't get enough sleep you're not going to be able to work effectively the next morning so that's been one really big thing for me but recently due to all the changes that have happened in my life i've started to you know i started to journal certain things like at nighttime, plan and meditate and i've been meditating now for like the last like week now And I've been doing that 15 minutes before I actually go to sleep. And, dude, it makes a world of difference for me. Like me personally, I've noticed that. Because you're more focused, you control your breathing. And even if you don't think about anything or you don't do visual meditation, which is what I used to do. You know, right now I don't meditate for long enough to have, like, the visual system activate. But, you know, I can show you actually what I've been doing. I have, like, a notepad, if you can see it. Right. I've yeah. essentially listed out a bunch of things for so the people who are listening. listening, Can you describe it. What exactly. Yeah, is that? Is that so yeah it's quite. I, I've essentially what I've done is I've compartmentalized everything and then I've created a section where I have like, you know, my work. I'm like, OK, look, I, I have boxes that I tick off every time I complete all of the tasks under it. I tick off the box and then underneath it, there's like subsections where I say, OK, 12 o'clock, I want to do 30 pages of work you know at, at one o'clock i want to you know read something but yeah i've been reading more i've been meditating i've been you know trying to get more sleep because i ended up having like a night where i just had like complete insomnia but yeah i think meditation helped quite a lot man i don't know if you tried it
1: yeah i did i have i've tried it there today uh something i wanted to ask you is that for people that don't know you man you are a very like you make like you have like a schedule for every single week. You know, you have like everything Mm -hmm. planned out, right? And that's it. Mm -hmm. I sent you, I think it was a TikTok yesterday. Yeah. 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 Can you explain more about that? Because you felt so related to that. I was like, whoa.
0: Yeah. You know, it's crazy. It's funny because I saw that literally after I made all these changes. So essentially in the TikTok it's this guy, he had like a heartbreak and, you know, you see him in tears and, you know, it's like a photo. He probably had it when he was younger. And then you see him, like, he completely flips his life around. You see him doing meditation. Uh, you even saw, if you check my Instagram a few days ago, I actually had, like, an image of, like, me meditating, right? I, I had, like, a bunch of different things. Uh, but it's like, I, I, I saw the video, and then, you know, this guy's reading books. He's meditating. He does photography, yeah. like, you you know. But I was yeah. like, I was like you know, this is kind of cool. You know, he flipped his life around. He, he did the things that he wanted to do. And, you know, he became that person and that's actually one of the key points. It's like you become that person and then that often it's the pain that pushes you, you know, we don't want to feel pain, right? I don't want to feel pain, but at the end of the day, I understand that the pain is what will push me. You know, it's like there are some points where the motivation itself is required to get you to an extent, you know, maybe you have a like, for example, I I would have quite a addictive personality when it comes down to things. Like if you tell me to play a video game and I play it and I actually like it, I'm gonna become addicted very quickly. Same thing for my work. If I if I start having that thing, like and that's the main thing in my life, I become addicted very quickly. You know? But fortunately for me, I don't drink, I don't smoke, and you know, my father didn't have the same thing for alcohol or smoking you know he was able to control that so I was very fortunate in that regard Mm -hmm. but something that I've realized is you need to control certain things when you want when you want to get to a certain point you know it's not like I can't I can't have the time to do everything at certain like points in time like in my plan at seven o'clock that's when I change it that's when my mind switches off of work mode and then I into a more restful state I turn off my computer I don't go on my phone I think I I turn on my phone at like six, you know, unless I have yep. to do something. I turn on my phone at six p.m. I use it until seven p.m. and that's it. You know, I cut it out. Nice, nice, nice. 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 I like how you're selling yourself to the girls. Wow, amazing. Oh,
1: <laughs> great, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, it's funny. Uh, I went I went to meet up like a few a few people who I didn't actually meet, and like a girl ended up saying like, you know, she's a friend, right? She ends up um asking me to come and you know I agree to it and she's like oh, I didn't think you'd come. I went there because I said I would, right? And that's the reason I went. But I ended up meeting some people and you know they were kind of cool. But they all thought she thought I was flying with the women. And the women and the guys thought that me and this other girl were a thing. And then I was like, bro, why does everyone think I'm a thing with everyone? And then because I feel like sometimes it sounds like you're advertising yourself. But you're just saying the shit which you've done to improve. You know what I mean? That that's the level that you get to. And then once I feel like once you get to that point, the people who aren't doing that are going to feel jealous or like they've been slighted. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. What's your take? Well, man? yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, for for my experience, I also I was I used to think like that. I used to think like everyone was against me and shit like that when I was like what 14, 15. But no no not that you are thinking in that way but I I, I I used to feel like everyone was seeing seeing me as like uh this guy he's you know different us. i was like yeah the, everyone's judging me but in reality what they're thinking is i hope this guy is normal i hope this guy is not weird and that's what ended up making me evolve right i was very uh i used to be a very uh, different person different you know human mm-hmm. I mean? we're from a different world right the uk yeah. is not the same as spain so uh, kind of like relating to what you said before uh, uh we all need to change our perspective you know you we all need to evolve we all need. we all need to develop our our, our brains need to start uh accepting that we may not be as special as we thought we were, you know, because when we are kids, uh, our parents, they give you, they give us everything. They all try to please us. Um, we all get like, you know, I don't know, like candy or mobile phones or like iPhones, computers. We got, we get everything like instantly. It's like an instant, um, you know, pleasure that we don't get once we become an adult, you know, that once we go to uni, for example, for me, it was harder. and I saw a lot of change within my uh, friendship as well because our friends, you know, they start thinking differently about us. They start leaving us, or maybe we don't uh, give give them enough time, you uh, know. Then we see that reflected on ourselves even, because we see ourselves uh, lonely. We see that we are not as popular or we are not as relevant to them as we once were. So, so yeah, I I can relate to that as well. And also something I wanted to say about change in the future is that once we become independent and once we have our own way of thinking, we can stop uh, thinking the same way we used to. For example, for me, I used to think that capitalism was something that was never going to end. But well, now I think differently. I think all, the, all these things that crisis, you know, COVID and the pandemic and all the ways, all the ways that the government has been dealing with, with this issue this last year. I could have been dealt differently. And therefore, the, the ideology was wrong. The system was wrong. You know That's why the crisis uh, exists, because it shows that this ideology of there's a free market, there's a free uh, world, free trade. It's going to work forever. No, it's not going to work forever. Amazon and, and other industries are already having a programmed system. They have, uh, uh, what was it called? well they have a system that's programmed to uh function in a predetermined predetermined way it's not the free market anymore and people still think that that the amazon and mostly uh elon musk as well they are the most capitalist uh capitalists out there but that's that's quite the opposite so that's something i've been researching i've been thinking in the last uh years once I've, i was finishing my uni you know, i don't know yeah I it's mean... also
0: it's
1: also something really important to uh, to know and be aware of. You know, you need to wake up to our future. What's next? You know, what's going to be next for us? Because we're going to be, we are literally growing to become adults. And we are still thinking the way we used to ten or f- five
0: or 10 years ago. Yeah, no, I, I think a lot of people won't necessarily develop until they reach a sound point. Uh, there's this in the Red Bull community they try and say like I I don't really agree with this I kind of assume everyone's in the same boat when it comes to this but they say like women stop developing like mentally at like 13 I don't agree with that one of the reasons why is what, what their argument is is that you know what I think it was that women once they realize that they can use men like as a resource and then start you know having power over men in that, in that regard, then they stop saying, okay, I, I don't really need to work. I can just have like another dude do it. You know, I can have the other person do it. I think that development when it comes down to it is like usually certain people have it like more delayed than others. Like I was fortunate enough to when I was 18, I had like a realization that even though I made a big progress, like, you know, you'll you'll glow up, right? I realized that I still had a lot to do. I still had a long way to go. I think I've glowed up, man, like three times already. You know what I mean? Like, I can just think of different points in time. Like, it's crazy. And it's not even just like, I don't mean physically either. I mean, like, yeah, sure, your physical changes quite a lot. But mm-hmm. in regards to what I'm talking about is your mental shit. You yeah. Know, I've yeah. changed it so much to the point where I remember, I remember moving from like, um because I, I wasn't necessarily red pill, but I wasn't blue pill. I wasn't like, I didn't have the idea about like, you know, oh, women are just godsend and like, or like men men are so much better. I didn't have any of that. You know what I mean? No, I wasn't a sim. I was actually, I was more like the quiet kid. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I got into fights and like a lot of them when I was younger. Right. Oh, and then I got, I still got into them when I was outside of school, but inside of school, I became very quiet. I became very conservative. Right, I remember year seven. I was like, I remember that people didn't like me. Right, they didn't like me. They were like, you know, Armando, you're not funny. Uh, <laughs> I, I had a teach for me. I remember, I did oh retarded. my god, that hurts literally, you know. dude. Imagine if you hit a old kid telling you, <laughs> really? Wow, yeah, that shit well, hit I me. Mean, like,
1: the, you're I'm not like, I remember that you're a shit.
0: kid. It probably it does that kind of stuff, yeah. yeah. And I remember I became the funniest motherfucker in my school everyone dude whenever i'd start talking to people i'd be like i'm like i'm like, dude, do the craziest shit just happened to me and then i i start saying these elaborate stories and these things would have actually happened but it's like i would elevate the way that i tell stories and this was in sixth form right i go into sixth form because i was quiet a whole way through secondary and you know chicks they kind of like you feel quiet because you know everyone's trying to brag everyone's trying to be like I'm serious they guys look yeah. at me you know what i mean they're trying to peek up and then you're over here you're just quiet the chick's like she'll she'll talk to you like i i remember the baddest chick in school right she she comes up to me and i just don't care i literally don't care and everyone's like talking about this shit and she's asking me questions you know and then i'm i'm just keeping it very like simple i'm just telling her you know like kind of close statements Mm -hmm. and bro sixth form comes around and then guess what chick has a biggest crush of me you know because i i become more confident with my body language before i wasn't slouching anything i still had like open body language but then guess what i changed the way that i live my life because i changed my mental state and then after i left dude i wound up my game again because i kind of regressed for like a few things but i say recently i'm at a level where before my highest high is now my lowest low And understand that's the point See, that I yeah have. i mean see that's a that's
1: a clear example of i mean it, it can apply to this even though this was mm. like a very like you became a fuckboy boy literally but change you know <laughs> literally comes comes from pressure yeah. you know you you, you can't change if everything goes well and that's something that this society doesn't really get you know they'll get everything given to them it's everything and like, literally everything is given to them since they are like 20 or even not 20 18. 16 yeah. you know i had to start working i'm not bragging about this but this is the truth no. i had to start working since i was 16 i moved out to london and i was like i was living i was living for a time in one flat in a single flat with my sister so i had i really had to work uh, as in anything you know in construction i had to try anything in order just to survive and i couldn't stop to think about other, other uh maybe That are relevant, but other problems in my life, you know? So, living the moment and thinking about the moment is also really important, you know? We've stopped uh, because either because our phones, because of the work, because our uh, Instagram, our friends, or because we have all these issues in our heads, we stopped thinking about the moment. We keep thinking about the future or worrying about the past, which is also, uh, there's a great book that I want to recommend to everyone, which is the. power of now which is a great book i think you're finishing reading is that true i told you to to finish yeah
0: i've i've started reading like five books man <laughs> I've, almost finished, book. I've almost fi- finished i've almost finished the book about pimps i just haven't like had time to complete it yet but dude i've i started uh i i was reading 48 laws of power uh i started like i only read like a chapter or so far i've been reading um I think his name is Cold, like Cold Slim or something. Like, um, and it's like a pimp book, right? It's like you'll yeah. you'll probably find it straight away when you search it. Teaches it. you to be a
1: pimp. Nice.
0: Yeah, he used to be a pimp, so it's like it's like a reflection based of his stories. But I found it quite interesting because we, um, if you if you train in psychology or like you know you've learned a lot about... that, it, it's like yeah. you know a lot of these concepts. But it's interesting to see these actually come out and. Yeah, it's like powerful thing you've learned from him. Stand your ground, like literally stand your ground to the point where it's like to the point where even if they walk away, if you stand on your shit so hard, what happens is you become like a magnetic field, right? And then they're more attracted to that shit. It's like if you if you try and escape like a black hole, you know you're not going to be able to. Light can't even escape that shit. So it's like essentially the more firm you are with where you stand. The more likely it is that you have this gravity around you, and that's what a lot of pimps have. You know, you think that woman is going to be like, well, you know, she she's sleeping with other dudes, giving you money, and then she's going to be like, oh, you know, I I want to leave. You're not doing what I what I want, and all this shit. And then he stands on his shit. He says, and I I can tell you generally what he said. I, it's not it's not very PG, so I'm not going to repeat it. But he's like, he's like essentially, you know what, you can go. 'Cause you're just gonna be replaced. He said, I, I'll never Nice. He nice. essentially said, and now I'm paraphrasing massively here, but he's like, I've never met a woman that I couldn't live without. You know what I mean? So I order
1: that her mom. His mom.
0: <laughs> nah, he literally like. said he said, I have never met a woman that I couldn't live without you know. So it's like he, he told her to leave and guess what? She comes back and it's like that that's high level game. That that's like that's psychology because people don't wanna be they don't wanna leave a group unless they think they have power. Right. So
1: I, 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 I'd say more than psychology, I'd say that's manipulation.
0: But it's still it's psychology. manipulation, but it's like here's the thing people manipulate in so many different ways. I wouldn't necessarily say that's more high level manipulation, but people manipulate in relationships regardless, whether they're conscious of it or, or not most relationships now have been set based off of a premises of slight manipulation of emotion. You know, that's manipulation of emotion, right? That's the limbic system of your brain. Um, but yeah, it's the same reason with how I read body language, right? You can often tell whether someone is, um, being deceptive to you. Um, based off of body language, you're not going to tell whether they lie but you're going to say, look, I've noticed certain patterns when they when they tell me things which I know are blatant untruths, and you know they behave the same way when they say this. So potentially I might want to look more into the situation, into what they're saying. It's the same thing. It's like all of it is manipulation to an extent, but it's like it becomes toxic when you overdo it and then you actually use it against someone. You know what I mean? Interesting. But yeah, that's that's yeah, like manipulation.
1: It comes from. Mm. All different things, right? Like if you are selling, I don't know, a house or a car, there there's a level of manipulation as well there, you know, with using your words. Yeah, it's not exactly. only about dating and girls and relationships. Exactly. Yeah. And, and also something that really interesting is that what you're talking about, I've, I've listened also to another, uh, it was a comedian. He passed mm-hmm. away in 2008. Uh, his name was uh, Patrice O'Neill. Many people that may listen to this may know him or may not. He's an American comedian. Uh, he was black, first of all, and he was he is all his life. I researched into his life. Um, he had a podcast, not a podcast, it was more like a radio show. Mm-hmm. Um, the Anthony Anthony something Anthony Opian Opie and Anthony show. Uh, they were talking about uh, many things related to like dating and being a pimp and how to be a pimp. You know, don't let your girl tell you what to do, you know, those those kind of things, right? And at first that taught me a lesson. That taught me many things. And that, that was useful for that time. You know, there's 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 plenty of ideologies mm. that are useful for certain periods of your life. For example, when you are young, you may want to be like a revolutionary, you may want to change the world, you might want to you know, like something that many guys that I talk to tell me is that they want to make an impact. And I'm like, fine, cool how yeah you know (laughs) so so and then when they become older like i have also like people who are are around 30 and even 40 years old and what they are thinking is just to accept the way they are to accept that their marriage might not be perfect but that's okay that their life might not be perfect that they might not have the perfect job and that's fine you know but we as 20 year old guys we wouldn't never uh you know, be happy with that. We would never have, like, never. Like, we would. We, we always want to aspire to more. We're going to get more, yeah. you know? And that's that's fine. That's okay. Yeah. You know, everyone has a different kind of thinking. But <clears throat> something that really struck me once, uh, I was listening to Patricia Neil. And this is the reason why I ask you, like, what's the, the the most relevant thing that you got from that guy? Which is, if she's not doing X thing, by X I mean, like, whatever, you want her to do uh, what you want, but if she's not following uh, your your ideology, she's not following you. Mm. <laughs> what you want her to do?
0: Yeah, I get you you to Step up you your know game. What my take is on that. I think that you know because I, I, of course I only but... deal with you know I'm 20 years old. I only deal with women who are like 18 and over. You know, it's like okay, yeah. I I tell them, and because of that. I I can tell them, I'm like, look, you're a grown woman. You're a grown woman. You can do what you want, just not with me. Like, that's the thing. It's like, she can do whatever she wants, right? She has a right to. Just if it goes against what I'm doing, then I don't have to accept it. The same way she doesn't have to sleep with me if she doesn't want to. You know what I mean? I'll admit, man, I think I've rejected more women when it comes down to sleeping with them than women have actually rejected me. Like, I I can clearly remember times where I've, because here's the thing, if the chick, if a chick ends up um, doing something that I don't like, I've kind of been like, I I don't feel some type of way about her anymore. I'm like, I'm like, I don't like that you disrespected me. You know, in my head, this is what I'm thinking. Because to me, it's more important that you respect me than you liking me. Because here's the thing, if you think about it like this. Most guys, what's the worst thing that a girl can do to you if you're if you're in a relationship? Uh cheat on you. And what is cheating? Like just uh, if you were to have sex
1: with like, another guy.
0: Yeah. Well, like, everyone, every that, guy's that would be that would be guys, yeah. hold on,
1: hold on. There's there's guys that they like that shit.
0: They like there to are have some guys. Be manipulated. I've met guys like that. No, I've made yeah. I've met a lot of them. But yeah here's the thing
1: oh but yeah like generally i would say they're getting it's on. going
0: it's going against what you want right yeah pretty but much. that's a sign of disrespect it's a sign of disrespect her sleeping with another guy without your consent that is a sign of blatant disrespect because she Absolutely. doesn't respect you enough you know what i mean it's like no matter how she feels she is not respecting you in that moment I have never met a woman who's res- like who's uh, respected me, she respected you, who's done that. No woman who's ever respected me, like fully respected me, has ever done that to me, right? right? I can tell you that for a fact, right? But if a chick likes me, you know, she likes me. She she's the one who's gonna do it. A chick who likes you, because I've had women, I've had women chilling their boyfriends, and I didn't know they had a boyfriend, you know. Afterwards, they tell me, yeah, I love my boyfriend. I'm like, this chick, with all of the shit that she did, you could have told me otherwise and I would have agreed. You you could have literally told me otherwise. But one thing, one thing that I thought about is the amount of disrespect. She does not respect her man. Like, for whatever reason, maybe he's not laying it down right in the bedroom, but she does not actually respect her man. And the only women who I've had who've ever done anything to slight me or betray me have been women who I haven't slept with now nice. I'm gonna tell you that right now not, not a single woman who I've slept with has ever betrayed me to that amount has ever disrespected me to that extent you know maybe maybe through texting maybe be a little bit like do you, know, you iffy at one point if you've been together for like six months but yeah what
1: do you value do you value a woman's opinion on you I don't value anyone's opinion of me, but I okay, listen. You, but... Do you, okay. Do you? Do you have high standards, of, or or when they are? Um. how Do Do you hold on? I just. I'm mm. gonna ref, refer. Uh, do you feel like the way a a good-looking woman to, affects you more than the way a uh, no. normal-looking woman no. affects you? No.
0: No. i i go on over because it moment. doesn't.
1: from yeah. what I'm seeing, it doesn't feel like. It doesn't feel like it doesn't bother you it feels like trust it's something really important for you which is okay i i I understand that but it also feels as in that you have something against a woman that will eventually cheat on you like you
0: are probably gonna end up killing her or something (laughs) (laughs) i don't know that's that's what what i see the thing is with me the biggest thing is always going to be trust because you know I've trained in like lie detection you know being able to see whether someone is actually being deceptive to me you know I've been I've been trained in that I've also trained in psychology to actually understand it like those concepts I've been in a lot of situations where it's like my life has been on the line in fights right I've gone into street fights I've gone into fights from martial arts a lot of those and the thing is with me, the one thing that I don't like, the one thing that I despise and the thing that I will never accept is someone who likes to me. If you lie to me, yeah. even if it's something I mean, very, very small, yeah, yeah, I, mean, I will never trust you again. I'm just saying is, that for a fact. Which is fair. It's fair to say that to think it that way. Yeah, I
1: wouldn't I wouldn't like someone
0: to lie to me
1: either. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think about it that much. I don't I don't think about my it either. On.
0: But I do catch it when it yeah. happens. Sometimes I'll think, you know, you know sometimes like you'll think back and then you'll think back to a time where you had like an argument or something and then you'll just be like think about like a new response essentially my brain does the same thing for when people have been deceptive to me i create like a because i have a very very good memory when it comes down to social interaction i can remember where your hand was placed i can remember what you were wearing if you were touching your neck if you were touching like your arms if you were like stroking your like shoulder or something like that I can tell some I see that man. <laughs> I I can see and I remember these things because here's the thing. I I will look back in my memory and I'm like, when she said this one thing, I know she was lying because her friend told me something different, right? So one of yeah. them is being deceptive, and I need to draw more into the situation, mm-hmm. into this topic, just out of my own curiosity, right? Because I want to know everything about someone. When, I, when I'm when i actually interested, Whoa. I want to know everything about them. I want to know, like, and this comes down to pink, pimp game as well. It's like you want to know everything about a chick since uh, okay, the chicks.
1: Okay, hold on. Let me stop you right there. Yeah. But does
0: it come from distrust? Does it, no, come, from it come from distrust or it comes
1: from interest? Interest. <laughs> but okay. funny thing is... There's two different things. When when you're saying that you want to know everything about them, like, for example... I want to know
0: everything because his thing, that's the person that I'm choosing to deal with right so i want to know no right. not really hold on hold on not really because yeah. you're getting to know her i mean you yeah, you're, even but you're actually all, getting to know
1: her you know what i mean we've all done this right we are in a party and we just meet one girl we're not instantly hooked nah, you she's very, but I'm very saying
0: once hooked. she's proven herself to an extent you know what i mean okay. then yeah. you find out more about her it's like i'm not going to do this for every girl i've not done this for every girl right once you've been it's like, like in proper there's days, people. You
1: know? once you give her time yeah Right, right, yeah, yeah. But honestly, I would be, I wouldn't care less about if she is doing. If she lies to you, like a small lie, honestly, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't care because I, I, don't care about her. So I wouldn't care about that. Let's say you meet a girl, and this is something that you do, you know, regularly, okay. And then she starts telling you a really a slight lie, like a very like a very small lie to you uh like for example like she hides her stories and she doesn't want to bring it up or she wants to change yeah. the topic and you bring it up now my response if i were you in your situation i would just simply ignore it because i don't know that person and i don't i don't care i don't want to create a problem out of something that i fully don't know and even though even though maybe many people may consider like instagram a huge deal and a huge uh a uh, start point to to start like a an, a, an argument with your with your girl I would I'd see it as more a, as in you're insecure and not you but like the, the person you're insecure and you have trust issues and what you need to do in that moment is either you need to go to a psycholic uh, to a um you need to get help and you need to think about whether if it's healthy to think in that way now that's something that I would do. Because I've been there, I've been there many times and I've had to deal with issues similar to those and nothing good came out of it. Nothing good. There was also there was arguments, there was trust issues. The girl and even me, we were talking about like bigger things, bringing up bigger problems because of one small thing. Hmm. I don't know.
0: But that's like everyone's different, right? Yeah, everyone's different the thing is the way that i see it is the small little things do actually add up it's like small amounts of disrespect become much much larger they tend to snowball what i like to do is i like to cut things off at the bottom when they happen right i i don't like to i don't like to allow the crocodile to grow you know what i mean it's like i like to kill the crocodile while it's still small you know before it it starts to stir the waters a bit more What happens is a lot of people, they'll have like small little issues, but they won't necessarily bring it up. And the thing that I don't like is actually the distrust and I don't like secrets. I don't like secrecy. So I will always tell you the truth, right? Even if it even if it kind of like puts me in the fucking doghouse, so to speak, I would never allow anyone to actually do that. What would you do? What would (laughs) you do if your girl has an all in funds? I wouldn't take her serious. She wouldn't actually be my girl unless here's the thing here's the thing it would have to be a very specific type of account it wouldn't be like anything um like feed picture anything that say. causes me drama if it causes me drama i will not accept it you know wait it, do you like do you like to create drama no i, I will not accept that <laughs> <laughs> Dude. bro
1: you're just saying that you have trust issues i feel like that's i I don't want to
0: generalize but that's something Mm. that
1: many women have more than men i would never i've never
0: i've never had trust issues i've never said that i had trust issues either what i do is i because with me i can tell when people are telling me the truth in most cases it's good to say this like talk about I, i let them know i'm like look here's the thing even if i'm not analyzing your like your communication it's like i'm gonna find out certain things and you know intimidate some people or like some people are kind of afraid by that is that like they're like well i can't like this guy ever <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i'm like i get to the point where it's like i want you to tell me the truth so you don't need to worry about it and so that i can look after you better because it's like if you don't like something like you don't like a jacket that i wear for example you don't like this or you don't like that it's like i i don't need to wear that in front of you you know what i mean it's like it doesn't mean I, I stop wearing the jacket. But for example, if if you didn't like your girl doing something, right? You didn't want her to get like a tattoo on her face. And then she goes and she goes behind your back and she does it. That's going to change the dynamic of the relationship. No, not that's necessarily. Quite, she's gone behind okay. your back and she's done something which changes the situation of how you perceive her. And also it may affect your family, right? The, the way I that see situation, it. You know what I mean? Is yeah. di- way- different, different circumstances, right? So for one person it may be fine, but others it may not. That's the reason we have different people in the world. That's the reason why relationships end up being different.
1: Adding to that, I think like it, the communication and comprehension, most of all, it's really relevant. And that's not like some people. I think that should be every single relationship. They should have at least a certain amount of communication every single day. I don't care where you are, what you're doing, you know, if you're busy, if you're a businessman, if you are like, I don't know, like dealing with the biggest shit. I mean, maybe, maybe not then. Maybe if you're extra busy, no, yeah. no, but like at least there should be a certain level of communication. Between How you about,
0: two. what, what is your opinion I used by to the way, be... on breaks? You know, when a relationship has like a break or something like that. that, um, is you say, you mean have... like when you exactly. give time something. to each other? Yeah. Like if you have like a break, for example, like, if a guy or a girl says they have they want to have a break from it right yeah,
1: I've, been be there before. I've been there before uh, twice actually and they are not good And basically good. you you are you you their relationship is over up yeah. up. if it gets to there that means you are not good and mm. you need to improve because two things two main things there may be more but this mm. is it two main Major factors of why a girl, or even you can say it, right? Yeah. Either she thought you were different and she hasn't seen, she she may be so potential at first, but then she realized that you're just some other dude that wants to fuck and mm. that's it. Or you two aren't, aren't rushed it and are just meant to be friends, which is sadly, it's, it's one of the things that happened to me many times because you rush things even today like that. Going back to my point before, you want everything now. You're like, OK, you want to be my girlfriend? Yes, let's do it. I don't care if we're going to mess up our friendship, but we, we we just we've been fed that everything that we want, we can get it instantly. You know, like in the movies, like in a Rocky movie, yeah. you know, that's like a montage of five minutes and that's it. And we yeah. got it
0: yeah, yeah, there. I see like, the, right the final
1: boss. Yes i'm like yeah they can press
0: like five months into like what five minutes in.
1: five <laughs> seconds
0: <laughs> it's crazy so you need to learn
1: you need to learn to live in the moment I, I think you need to learn to remember the present and feel like is this really necessary for me am i being egocentric do i really want this or i'm just being like picky you know i'm i'm am i am i having uh, a, a sense of like urgency to get somewhere you know as people talk about progress progress to where where do you want to go why do you want to go to mars so bad there's there isn't there isn't there issues on on this earth like that need to be solved like climate change you know pollution uh, carbon emissions that are getting higher and higher by by the day those things are more relevant than pro, uh, that that you need to um, go to Mars or you know like have this mentality of like just need to do everything today you know if you don't do it today it's it's a day that's gone to waste no no it's not stop and think and reflect. And that's something that that was really necessary for me for my life like at least a year ago with this pandemic where I had to stop and think what I was doing and where I wanted to go you know I think it goes back to the same thing as for you you and uh, and and some other girls that you may have issues with you need to really stop and think is this do I really want this is this really for me or I'm being egocentric i'm i'm being I want everything you know um yeah i think that's yeah that's that uh, that'll be that'll be it
0: yeah man i think no there's a lot of rushing sometimes like when it comes down to relationships but i think i think what tends to happen is people don't necessarily know the situation so if they want to uh there's a lot of um people who are unsure when it comes down to when they get into like a romantic situation i'll i'll admit i've had moments where like I, I had um, one woman in the past who went, like, we went on a break and then she started dating other guys, like, during that break. But it's like, I didn't know. I was still, I was still, like, waiting to interact with the chick again, right? And then she was like, oh, no, 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 I wasn't, I wasn't hooked. The chick had, like, two, three orgasms, like, um, when me and her were together, but I never actually oh. fucked up. I never, I never actually slept with her properly. That's why I say the only women who've ever done shit, which is like even remotely disrespectful, have been the women who I haven't actually slept with. I nice. feel like I feel like even if you do something to a chick to like get her mind, sometimes what happens is you actually need to secure it from your end as well. You know what I mean? It's like because if she feels like oh he he hasn't actually put in, a chick won't necessarily count that. You know? It's yeah sure it may be a pleasant experience, well, but she doesn't necessarily count that. You know, it's something that I learned from my mentor as well. Mm-hmm. But it's something that I've had a recent relationship where I, you know, the girl. She was laughing the whole time. She said, "I've never laughed this much in my life." Like we've seen each other like many times, like six times for like each day, lasting like six hours or seven or eight. Dude, Do long you miss her. Time. I didn't notice she was gone for like four weeks, and then I realized yeah. that she's been hiding her stories, (laughs) her Instagram stories. And I was like, I I literally clocked because I wanted to essentially send her like a, because I realized she had like a problem with like her speakers or some shit. And I, I just got these new ones, these new like studio speakers. And I said, let me, let me give her my old ones, you know, but let me, let me have it like send it to her friend so she can give it to her instead of me. Cause like, you know sometimes it's like i, w- I want to be kind to someone but i don't want them to necessarily realize that it's for me you know i like to be mm. like you know secret sounds wait type.
1: hold on yeah okay this is some kind of trick or are you
0: doing it for generosity i don't get it no 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 here's the thing because i wanted to give her this right but i can't do it in person because she, she said she needed like space when it came down to she needs to think about like oh. she has like family and like right uh yeah, she issues Focus on family yeah. and school mm-hmm. at that moment. I said okay. I, I literally just left that on red. I was like, I left that on open. I was oh. like, you know, well, no, because there's how rude, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but here's the thing: there's nothing I can do about it. It's like she needs to focus on herself. You know, she can get to me when she needs to get to me, you know. And yeah. then when I when I clocked afterwards, like after when she she's been hiding her stories, I was like. She she's keeping secrets from me. That's already like oh. a red flag, and she knows how I feel about shit like that. Okay. She knows how I feel about honesty, right? So that would be disrespect. Meaning if me and her were to get into a situation again, even though everything was going good, I would I would have to have shit on What's my What's her top. name? I'm not saying her name. <laughs> I'm not saying her name. Out. His name. <laughs> Shout out. Shout <laughs> out <to this. laughs> yeah, like a follow are account. If you're listening,
1: you are her, basically.
0: Yeah, <laughs> dude. But the thing is, because I, I always tell the truth, right? I remember I, I ended up dealing with a girl, as, a, and this was just as friends, right? But me and her were talking, right? And then she, she asked me a question. And the thing is, this was one of those types of questions where she was like, Are, are you, um, I, I want to set you up with this um, friend of mine or some shit. Right, because she she liked me, but you know she was going abroad, right? So she wanted to set me up with a friend. And then the thing is, she asked me, oh, "Have you been seeing anyone?" And I had to tell her the truth. Right, this girl who kind of like hid the stories and shit from me. I was like, "Look, I was seeing someone like a week ago, and I want to hold off on the situation." Most guys would have said, "No, I'm not." You know, most guys would have said no. But at that situation, I said. I'm still not sure about the situation as it is right now. Now that I I know more about the situation, I can adjust to the thing. And I'm like, okay, she, she's disrespected me. Now I have a right to leave. You know what I mean? I have a right to leave the situation. And if we ever got back together, then that's a different story, you know? And I would tell her if she asked me a question of what were you doing during this time, I've been focusing on myself right? I've started meditation. I wouldn't tell this, of course. Dude, I've changed the way I live my life. I've changed absolutely everything. Dude, I've trained to a point where pain becomes pleasure in every single one of my muscles. When you get okay. to that point, that's when you get to the point of, you know, when you feel the pain and you stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to get to that level as well. when I was There's uh, this point they call a runner's high. Have you heard of it? No, no. no. Okay, so what it is, is when you run to a certain level, it's like your endorphins start to increase, right? And then, you know, the blood flow comes out and then what happens is you feel a certain type of exhilaration, right? It's like, I don't know if it's adrenaline. I haven't looked too much into it. Your yeah. muscles feel the same way, even if you're weightlifting, especially Wait, especially the thighs. Yep. Yeah, all this because of the, the, the thing
1: that you had, the issue you had with the girl.
0: Yeah, so like, I, I realized, yeah. I was like, because I use that as a motivation. Right. <laughs> Dude, I use hatred, I use anger, like, that's directed towards me. I use everything as a fucking... Have you ever
1: motivation.
0: tried to... Ever everything tried to... motivates me.
1: Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I used
0: to do that as well. Last time, actually, that I
1: trained really hard was because of something similar. Have you ever tried to
0: do it for yourself, like, for your own... Group? Yeah, I've, exactly. I've been doing it for over 12 years. So do you feel like it's... 12 years for myself.
1: Mm-hmm. do you feel like it's the same the same kind of motivation the same anger the same you know rage that you get or is it the that's different? that's a different yeah.
0: that's a good question man that is a good question the thing is when i started my training i was i was around like eight years old i think i was seven potentially and i i got to the point where i was um i was feeling a certain type of weight because you know i had lost uh sports day to the people who kind of like bullied me, you know, what I mean, so it's like I I had I had seen them and it's like it's a literal physical representation of this person has done wrong to me, yet they're standing here literally with a medal around their neck being like um, commemorated. You know, I said I never want to I never want to be, you know, disrespected to that point where it's like I, I disrespect myself by being below someone who's wronged me. You know, I'll never Whoa. I'll never be below that. You know what I mean? So from that point, shaped my mindset. Yeah. Dude, I can tell you more about the situation. I remember I trained for each day as a kid. This was when I was like seven or eight years old. Each day, the hot summers, I, I would literally, in the middle of a heat wave, I would be training running up and down the flat stairs. Because we had like, what well, I think it was three or four floors. And then I would run up and down the stairs for literally two, three hours straight. I would no. not stop, I, and when I felt like stopping, I would start walking. I'd be walking up the stairs, walking down. My parents would no come no home. Lie. I'd hear them. Yeah. I'd enter back into the house. No, no yes. lie, I can relate to that as
1: well in 2013 mm-hmm. and in 2019. I maybe probably in between those years as well. I got motivated due to uh, breakups as well. Breakups, yeah. uh, many, many things. Like uh, there was this girl that I liked. Uh, there was this new girl in the, in the school or in the college, you know, and many things like that that made me change. You know, I was like, I'm not happy. How I look, I don't know. And, and go, going back to what we said before, you know, change comes mm-hmm. from pressure, change comes from yeah. it has to be something that forces you to change. When everything works in your favor, you're not going to develop, you're not going to change. You're literally going to stay where you are. Right now, probably everyone who's hearing this, probably half of the people who's here in this podcast their life is miserable their life is shit their life is they need to wake up at 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. and go to work in a job that they don't like okay now this is not a motivational thing because I don't believe in that I don't believe in like you can change it you know <laughs> you as an individual can make the difference no no you can't you know you, you need to start realizing that there's some level of like truth as well there uh, where you stand and also, what you can do with that, you know, you, you can you can definitely change your mindset. You can definitely improve, like we did. Uh, you and me, we kind of similar in that way. We've both been in tough situations where we had to swallow our, our ego and has to, had to, you know, take that uh, take that hit and move on, right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's possible. I mean, it's, it's it's possible to have a better life out of a deception, out of a breakup out of uh even like uh, if you lose it doesn't mean necessarily that you're not learning and if you're learning it doesn't mean that you're gonna stay there you can learn and come back again and you're gonna win that's something that happened to me really recently I'm not gonna talk about it but I'm just gonna say like I lost something and I realized that it felt like shit it felt like never I, I never felt before And mm-hmm. uh, once I got it back I was like man I'm gonna appreciate this really really like I'm going to take care of this thing that I thought I thought I, I, thought I lost. I want to take care of this as yeah. if it's one of my most valuable things. You know, you know, what, man? now
0: I'll tell you something similar. I have lost something. I realized that I lost something. And this was recently. This wasn't like the situation I had with like the girl, like the relationship. I realized that I had lost something very, very important to me and it was it was to the point where i realized that i couldn't necessarily get that back but what i can do is i can move forward from it you know it's yeah. like i can't change what has already happened but i can change a position of where i'm supposed to go to end up in a better position than i would have otherwise you know and it's like i feel like even when it came, when it comes down to day, like you appreciate everything a lot more even if you've lost it you know what i mean because that thing that i lost i i really like now it's like i appreciate every single moment and even even the time that i spend right i appreciate it so much more because i schedule everything in man every single hour of this day i had scheduled and i penciled in everything now a few things move things around like i had to go to the doctors real quick right to do some things and then you know this was related to my training right because i received an injury and i was like i needed to get checked out i realized that i i've been looking at my time so so flawed in like this whole time and then even even when it came down to the relationships it's like relationships have breaks because you know it's like when you get back into them you realize like have you ever slept with like your ex after you've broken up have you ever gotten back together yes actually yeah i have you realize how that's the best that's the best you've you've had with that chick right most of the time most of the time, not Most of yeah. the time. Yeah, I agree. It's she has something to prove and then she missed you. And then you also may have felt the same type of way. Right. So it's like it's also that get together. Yeah. yeah. It's also when you haven't seen each other
1: for a long time. It's your yeah. mind. I
0: feel like it's your it's mind. Your mind. A a mind you know,
1: like that makes you feel like um, if you see each other every single day, uh,
0: sex you is going to normalize the, the situation.
1: situation. Yes, it's, it's going to just go like normal. But if you haven't seen each other in, like, years, she can be your ex, she can be your girlfriend, like, your current girlfriend, but it's going to be great. Like, that's why there's, like, this story, like, there's, like, stories about, like, prisoners, you know, they they get out of jail and they go back with their girlfriends. And then sex is amazing because they haven't done it in, like, years. Or they may have done it with guys in the prison. So, in the showers and shit. So, it's great, you know? Like, like, uh, going back to before, like, it depends on like I think life is about uh, contrast and harmony. Actually, we both know what this. This is philosophy, you know. Yeah. When in in a world full of uh, bread, there's gonna be nice bread and ugly bread, you know. So the same same applies for everything, you know. For example, a good looking girl, or a good looking girl may be uh, accustomed to be praised and you know to be talked in everywhere she goes. She, she to be approached everywhere she goes but one ugly girl when an ugly or not ugly like a not so looking not yeah. good not, not so fortunate girl gets uh praised or gets uh hit on she's gonna take it as a in a, in a different way right you get what i mean so yeah. it, it applies to everything in life um i feel like we can all change we can all develop from our experiences and from what we did before i think that's the main point of the, this podcast we talk mm-hmm. about the things related to us but also related to the world we try not to generalize but in the end we end up doing it <laughs> without actually knowing it yeah. and if we get some stuff wrong we are not really scientists we're not experts on philosophy we're not like really really uh, intelligent people we're just two guys talking about shit you know like
0: yeah you know. yeah <laughs> i've never felt so distant in my life <laughs> You know what, man? Here's the thing. I think that a lot of the times, what happens is people do try and sound like the experts on things. I will never claim to be an expert. I just have a lot of experience. Yeah, I hate that. Really, Uh,
1: the gurus. You know, motivational gurus. They do that. This is something that drives me crazy. You know, they they're good in the in the practice. They they talk to you really good, but they're selling you shit. They're selling you an ebook. They're selling you something that some philosopher wrote. 5000 years ago, that was pro- if you read the book from the philosopher like Platon or Aristoteles, you're going to get more than if you read one of these gurus that wrote a book about them. Yeah. That It's like 12 rules of life or something like that. That That's like compact. You know, if you want to minimize your yeah. uh, time of reading, you better not read. Don't read Just 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 don't do anything.
0: You know what's fascinating about that? You brought a new idea to my mind. There's this sort of novelty of motivation, which tends to be very present. So what I mean by this is, there's like the novelty of, if something is old or it's quite like, it's from antiquity, right? So like, let's say you read you read Plato, right? And you understand like more about a philosopher himself. You're, you may value that more so than if you were to read something from like the modern day, which is quite popular or like a bestseller. The reason yeah. why is because you value it because it may make you more different. You know, people like to be generalized in like a certain category, but they want that category to be like befitting. They want it to be like a positive one. Like you want to be in the same like space, for example, as if you want to make money, you want someone to compare you to like Steve Jobs, Bill Gates or Elon Musk, right? You want to be categorized as that, but you won't necessarily want to be categorized as someone who's not in that field, right? So it all depends on you. And you want to, the more unique it is, the more obscure it is, the more you will tend to associate with that. So there is that obscurity to it and that novelty of being something different. And that's what um, people used to talk about for hipsters. But now it's like, now it's for ideas. You know, now it's like, people want to be like, Hey, look, buy my course. And they start coming up with like these new brands, these new ideas. And they're the same old idea. They're just rebranded. They're just saying, you know what, man? See this bottle of water. Like th- this is this is very liquid. You know, this is this is magical. You know, if you drink this, it's like the fountain. It's like the fountain yeah. of you. It's like the snake. The snake. Snake oil, the snake oil. Uh, salesman. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The same shit. You know, like
0: it's that, the, the same, same thing, shit. just different name. Yeah.
1: And also going back to what you said before, uh, Martin Scorsese said as well. The the filmmaker. He said, the more personal, the better. He was talking about movies, but this can be applied to anything really. If it's something that happened to you, let's say you live in Mongolia, you know, and some event occurs in your village, Mm -hmm. now that movie is going to be more interesting. At least for me, I don't know about the rest of you, like, but at least for me, I don't. I'm not looking for Fast and Furious or you know Transformers because they all like copy the same format as previous movies that have done it even better, you know. That's why they call them cliches because there was once a time where it was great. That idea was great, you know? But now it's just overused and everyone uses it. And it's like a mainstream, uh mainstream thing. So the the more personal the better um for everyone. I mean that's how we evolve, right? We bring up ideas and they don't need to come from uh a, a book made out of a, from a guru, like a motivational guru. It has to come from you, like from your life, from your experience. What do you think about life? Why Why do you think the way you think, you know?
0: Also, what happens is a lot of times when you read these these things, like you may have like a really good idea put that in front of you, but you won't necessarily either you won't either one re- apply it or you won't like two. Understand the concept itself to the fullest extent. I've had so many moments where my mentor has given me advice, and uh you know, I, I've not spoken to him or heard from him in like years now, like a year. But now is the point where I've probably learned the most from him. Like, I'm looking back at like interactions which I've had with him where I'm like, yeah, at a time I thought he was being like quite harsh about certain things, but I understand now like the situation that he was trying to like teach me i learned that he was trying to teach me to be more cold in certain aspects and this was like um you know he wanted to show me okay look about certain things and i can't get into specifics because i don't want to get too involved but there were some things that he said which went over my head that the more i listened to and the more i understood and the more i implemented it into my life the more yeah. i understood the intricacies because someone may say Whenever a chick talks to you about, like, uh, this or, like, another guy, like, just don't don't talk to her ever again. Just cut off that communication. But she may be talking about, like, how um, someone was, like, abusive or some shit, right? Yeah. Which, again, you may not want to hear, but it's, like, there may be situations where you don't want to listen to something, you know? And there may be situations where you do. Mm-hmm. But you need to exactly. find out yourself. But that's exactly. something that I experienced.
1: Yeah. Living in the present, you know, go, going back again, you need to live in the present. For example, this is a nice anecdote I heard once. Mm-hmm. It was my Mexican friend, he told me about this. An orgasm is the only time when we're not thinking about the past or the future, you know, but in the moment. It's the only time, literally, where we are thinking about now. We want this now, and this is happening now. Like, all our senses, all, all our um, system in our body thinks about that, and it's only focused to into one particular thing, which is giving us pleasure for a couple of seconds, you know, yeah. how how our, um, we see ourselves when we are, um, there's this uh, word in French, mm-hmm. but people call it uh, la petite morte, I don't think I'm, I'm saying it right, which means the small death, literally, because for yeah. a couple of seconds, mm-hmm. you're literally dead, you literally die, you know, you kind of go from this world, you know, and reappear suddenly again into the same place you know so it's the most burnable uh, moment for us we are the we are we are at our most uh, burnable in that moment another
0: another moment you will potentially experience is a moment where you have like a lot of consciousness which you would actually be surprised is when you're actually sleeping and when you're having a dream like when you're in your REM state. Actually, dreams are very, very vivid because what they have is they have your memories themselves, which is like usually a base. And then you have like your current imagination and like your past experience of like, for example, the last day. And all of it builds up and then you actually have a very, very vivid dream. And what I've noticed is it will be very vivid until the point where you will have like a lucid dream most of the time. And then you'll control it. But then the more you think, the more conscious you are, the more you'll start to wake up. And that's the same thing as like thinking about the past and future because you're like, hey, but do I want to fly? You start. And now I can tell you this from experience. I I did lucid dream quite a bit. I ended up thinking about, oh, do I want to fly at this point? Do I want to like go for this war? Do I want to go to a completely different era? Like, do I want to go on the moon for for this moment? And then as you start (laughs) thinking about that, as you start flying through the city, you start noticing the detail starts going away. And it's the same thing with what happens in your life. You start focusing on the future, what you want to do, instead of being in the situation that you are at that moment where it's most clear and most vivid. And that's that's why when you said like that point where you have that orgasm, like that's the most vivid dream. I, can't, I understand what you mean, but I also disagree because I think when you're dreaming, that's the point where you're, literally nice. thinking about what's happening right now
1: yeah you yeah know? yeah yeah and you are also at the most vulnerable you've ever been yeah
0: because you're asleep you're you're literally inside of your mind but it's like you're not conscious yeah. of it that, that's the yeah, most you, you are sleep. dead even yeah. you can you can even <laughs> argue that you are dead in that moment you know
1: there's some there's some like theories when they mm-hmm. like conspiracy co- conspiracy theories that they say that we live our our, our life expectancy or not expectancy but our, our life is only one day and we only live one for one day, and then we die, and then we re, we're reborn uh, the yeah. next day, uh, which I don't really think that makes sense. But it, I don't know. It's good to hear, you know, the a different point of view. I like to hear every single every single one of this kind of like oh, this world has created people who think differently, and none of us has forced us to think this, this way, you know. Uh, yeah. We all just come up with this kind of thinking like for example like your aunt can be very conservative and she has her own reasons uh that's correct there's nothing wrong with that but she's not going to agree with many of the things that you and me may say or may think you know that's what it makes this world so interesting i don't know you need to stop and think i, I, I think that would be my final uh thought about this podcast you need to stop and think where you are what you're gonna do and why do you think the way you think what yeah. about you, Armando?
0: I think that there's a lot of conscientiousness, which people tend to lack at some points in the day. I feel like um, when you start to you start to become more reactive, which is actually one of the reasons why I wanted to make this podcast. I wanted to help people start thinking more actively instead of reacting to everything. It's something that I realized is this whole day, I set up a plan, I took action, I I'm not meditating. Uh, I reset my brain from doing that. You know, when you meditate, you kind of stay away from like all the dopamine hubs from like, you know, your computer, your phone and all that. And then you, you know, I ended up planning my day and then the whole day was just amazing for me. You know, I I don't think I've had like, I think it's been a while since I've been like this and I'm going to keep this going forward. Like, and because I quite enjoyed it. I felt like I was productive. I felt like it didn't tire me out. I felt good about today. You know, it's like and that's something that I would like to keep doing. I would like to keep that conscientiousness. And, you know, I think meditation really helped in that. But I also think that, you know, having a schedule for myself and understanding myself helped as well. But Yeah. OK, I think those are my closing thoughts. I think once you get to the point where you're more conscious about your actions, you're most likely going to do much better for yourself.
1: All right. Nice. Nice to know that. Yeah. And I agree. I agree. Honestly, today has been great for me as well. And it's always great to talk to you, man. Uh, yeah. For people who are listening, it's always great to round up stuff and you can hear it and you can disagree or agree and let us know as well, you know, because yeah. deep down we are doing this for us, but we are doing this for yourself as well for for you, for the, for the audience. And uh, we love you and we wish you a happy day. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, this is the, you want to say the
0: name? You now no, we say the name. This is Armando, and this is your. This is my Joel, URL Joel. At, uh, oh. my Instagram is Joel, M C Follow me on Instagram. Me on Instagram at Armando H four, and that is my Instagram at. And you know it was it's been brilliant to be able to talk for all of you, and it's been great to talk to you, Joel, as well. And, you know, I hope everyone has a brilliant day. And I think, uh, you know, I think everyone who's listening is at a point where, you know, they want to make change. And I I honestly wish them the best. And I hope you can make that in your life. But, yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay. All right. Bye-bye, everyone.